Hi, this is Jessie Chu. And Quinn Nguyen, co-founders of Paper Talk. Welcome to season four. We're here to share paper flower journeys, engage with makers and artists, support small creative businesses, and chat about our obsessions. Follow along as we give a voice to and nurture a community of paper florists from around the world. We are so grateful that you're here. Make sure to hit subscribe and consider supporting us by writing a review. Hello, hello. It's holiday shipping time. (laughs) Jesse and I were just talking about the different ways you can ship things out versus, you know, paper flowers versus supplies and kits and whatnots, because there are so many different options out there, you guys. And Mm -hmm. I think it really boils down to your aesthetics Mm -hmm. and the presentation that you want to present to the customer. Are you going to be eco-friendly? Are you going to be over the top? When they open it, it's going to be the most magical and wonderful experience. The unicorn's going to come out. (laughs) So I think that is, and your budget. Have you already calculated into your final price? Because packaging is not a gift, (laughs) (laughs) but we all want it to be. But you really need to think about how much it's going to cost you. We've talked about this in Paper to Profit where, okay, do you want to limit to $5 or $10 or $20 Mm -hmm. into your packaging and make sure that you do add it into your final cost? Because do you want to make the box super branded with your logo and your beautiful assets that you have? Or do you want it to be really eco-friendly where it's a recyclable box where you really can't, you can probably brand it with like stickers, but that's not really Mm -hmm. eco. You can stamp it, which will Mm -hmm. have a very different look. And then when you do open it, is your peanuts, if you do use peanuts, are they recyclable? Mm -hmm. And if they are recyclable, you know, it's going to be a little bit more expensive. And then the peanuts takes up so much space. (laughs) So that's something to think about too. And how how does that aesthetic, I mean, mm-hmm. do you want the customer to be digging through the peanuts to be opening up the packaging? Some uh, people don't like that. No. Uh, some people love those paper scraps. So mm-hmm. if you have a lot of crepe paper scraps, you can make it, maybe make it look pretty. I don't know how, but <laughs> you can have that in there. <laughs> so different ways to think about you guys. <laughs> there are so many. I think actually the best way is to just try it. (laughs) Yes. Just try it. Like with every order, just do something a little bit different and kind of like see, okay, if you were the customer, would you enjoy this unboxing experience? Like, is there Mm -hmm. one, is there enough like structure or uh, thought put into packing to make sure that your piece of art will not be destroyed? I think like that we're lucky that our paper flowers are not particularly heavy. Yeah. So we don't have to worry too much about the weight in terms of it coming through the box or whatnot. The thing that you may want to be concerned about is if anything was, if it was dropped or if something was like put on top of it or like something was, you've seen those boxes that come and like half the corner is like pressed in and you're like, what happened? Those I think are like the worst scenarios where it's like, oh my God, my flower's up there. And then like, it's pressed up in the corner and like, it might damage my flower. Yeah, But honestly, if like you have enough space in the box and you've padded it with whatever, honestly, it's Mm -hmm. whatever. It doesn't matter if it's peanuts, scraps of paper, tissue paper, craft paper, as long as it's like surrounded by paper and it's not moving, it's Mm -hmm. generally okay. Like it's shifting in the box is actually not a huge deal because Mm -hmm. if you've built your flower so that it's like its structure is good enough to hold up. So it's not going to be fine. Create paper. Okay. Guys, I love fine crepe paper, but it's just not shipping. It's 
It's just no. not for shipping. Okay. Don't it do it. Not. People are going to, you're no matter how beautiful your box is, they pull out that crepe paper flower and they're going to be like, why does it look like it's wilting? Why does yes. it look like it's drooping? And you yes. cannot expect your customer to know how to fluff it up. That's not mm-hmm. fair. That's no. not their role. Your role no. is the one who's supposed to know how to pack it so that it's integrity is in place and that it won't come out and it look like a wilted flower. So yeah. that's not a good excuse. No. <laughs> it should be like, hey, customer, you still need to fluff this out for it to look what I like the way that I intended it. You can't rely on them to do that. So mm-hmm. do you consider if you are shipping it, how you're actually building that flower to make sure yeah. that it's not going to be broken at the end, because that's within your control. What happens to the box is not. You can only do so much to kind of pat it to make sure that it's like in the middle or on the side or whatever, whichever way you want to attach it to the box. Yeah, Mm -hmm. protect it from water. I think we talked that before. But yeah, do consider how you actually build it and in what I would say, like what shape of the box that you're going to put it in as well. Because not every piece is going to fit in the same exact box perfectly, or it might not be the ideal box because if there's a lot of space in there, yeah, people, those those curry guys are just going to like plop something heavy on top and it's going to, it's just going to cave in. And that's, I don't know about you, but that was, that's my biggest fear for my bouquets is somebody putting a really small dense box on top of my big box. And then it just like caves in. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So do you think about that? But yeah, waterproofing. And And also one thing we've heard, I don't know if it's true or false is putting the fragile sticker on the box itself. (laughs) I don't know if there's like demented people out there when they see the word fragile, they want to test how fragile it is. So something to think about you guys. (laughs) Maybe don't tell them what's in it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I know. It's unfortunate that you have to think something like that, but be warned. We've heard stories. Yes. Yes. We've heard stories. So (laughs) don't do it. Just bear on that side. And then we want to talk about like, if you're doing kits, kits, mm-hmm. fortunately is a little bit more durable, but you have to take precautions on that. And how branded do you want these kits to be sent out there? Or are you sending it into a brick and mortar? That's something to think about too. It's like, is your presentation different from actually having someone walk into a craft store and being able to pick it up versus you sending it out in maybe those plastic bags that are just white to make sure that it's waterproof. Or do you have it branded with beautiful colors? I started using Paper Mart, the bubble envelopes where it's padded. So I didn't have to spend extra money, but then I made sure that it was branded in my color with stickers around it. I have to say that's not eco-friendly, but it's very Mm budget-friendly. So something to think about, like, where do you want to give and take? Do you want to spend extra money on being more eco-friendly? You know, you're going to spend a lot more and it's going to break down more too. Yeah, but even like the... Like, I mean, the ideal thing is having a box, but those boxes, they're expensive and shipping them is expensive. Yeah. And I think that's what it comes down to is you want to make money on these boxes, (laughs) but the margin is already quite low on some of these supplies. Mm -hmm. So how do you do that? You might have to shirk a little bit on that, how you put it together in that kit. Mm -hmm. So one key thing, if you're shipping out supplies or smaller, like one flower, two flowers, as long as you're under 12 inches, under a pound, I always, when I weigh things out, I try to give myself a two ounce limits because once that 16 ounce limit 
your price almost doubles, you guys. So if you can keep it under, I try to keep it under 15 ounces, 14 ounces to be safe because you don't know if your scale is acting weird that day or (laughs) their scale is acting weird. Having that extra two ounce really makes a big difference on making sure that you ship it out for $4 versus eight or 12 bucks. It's quite expensive these days to ship things out. So try to keep it under a pound, try to keep it under 12 inches. Yeah. Those are the best tips I can give you if you're shipping things out with uh, USPS. So timeline, let's talk about timeline. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Add a lot of time. (laughs) Since we're talking about holiday shipping. Exactly. So the United States Postal Office has sent out an email saying, if you want your packages delivered in the United States by Christmas, you need to have it sent out by November 29th. That's not even December, you guys. That's not like a lot of people are like still thinking about Thanksgiving at that point. (laughs) So if you can ship it out as soon as possible, don't wait to get a whole bunch of orders say, oh, I usually ship on Friday. I think holidays is going to change up quite a bit this year. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you get an order, I highly encourage you to ship it out as soon as you can and not wait another day or two. Mm -hmm. I think those another day or two is going to add to that shipping because yeah. the more you get close to the date, more, more volume people are there gonna, is. Yes, more volume and your package is going to get more, like just stuck behind the line a little bit yeah. more. So, and no guarantees, yeah. guys. No guarantees. <laughs> make sure like on your website, you're saying, or on your listing, you're saying like, there's no guarantee that it's going to make it to Christmas. Who knows? Not good when it never happens, but you know, you know, those packages that kind of get lost and they like get stuck somewhere mm-hmm. for days and you're like looking at the tracking, like what is going on? Yeah. I, you can't control those. Yeah. So and also you guys, an extra step, make sure you send out that tracking number to each of your clients. That mm-hmm. way they also have, I mean, they'll look on the internet to say, okay, yeah. this is where my package is before they actually reach out to you. Because I mean, honestly, it, it is out of your control they're probably doing the same exact same thing you're going to be doing. You're going to look on the United States post office with that tracking number. It's like, well, this is what they're telling me. Cause you don't have like an Apple tag or you don't mm-hmm. have one of those like things that you can track your boxes in <laughs> because you know, it's out of your control. So try to share the responsibility with your clients. And I think they'll be more understanding that you took all these extra efforts. And again, make sure you have an email template with all the information. So you're not having to rethink about mm-hmm. what you're saying to them. You're just copying and personalizing it to the specific order and then moving on because the holidays, there's so much going on and your brain's probably like, I need to make this. I need to ship this mm-hmm. out. I need to track this out. I need to thank this person. There's so many things you need to think about. As long as you have a system in place, it's going to make your life so much easier. Yeah. If you're lucky enough to ha- sell enough volume or you're using mm-hmm. Shopify, yeah. they have they have apps. <laughs> that will automatically send to your customer a tracking number and all that. And so that's probably going to be worth the investment. If you've got enough sales, definitely yeah. do that. But if you're selling, yeah, one-off pieces, then it's a little bit more personal. And yep. it's actually really nice when the customer hears from you and says, you telling them, oh, here's your tracking. And you're just maintaining that kind of relationship until mm-hmm. it arrives and you know, sometimes pop them 
an email and say like, Hey, you know, has it arrived? Even though you've seen in the tracking that it has just <laughs> ask them like, Hey, has it arrived? How is it? How is it? <laughs> really? Yeah. You want to hear about the condition, but they really like hearing from you, knowing that you care that mm-hmm. it's going to arrive safely. It's in their hands. And it's more of a personal touch. If anything, it's yeah. worth maintaining that type of relationship with them. Yeah. And if you get a great response, ask if you can use it as a testimonial. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of you guys have a lot of testimonials in your bank of testimonials. It's mm-hmm. a great way to promote for next year. So yeah. you need to also have foresight to think, are you going to do this again? Was it a good sell or not? And then he <laughs> spin it around. So next year will be even better. So think <laughs> about that. You need to do the aftermath party of like what worked, what didn't work. Did you can figure out the cost of X amount yeah. and what made it such a good sell? What didn't make it a good sell? So mm-hmm. think about how you can, you just can't do a sale and call it done. Yeah. There's in the in the corporate world, they actually look at their numbers. They look at what worked, what didn't, and they archive it. So that way, when they're ready to sell again next year, they know exactly what they need to do to make it even a better sell. So think about how you can use that strategy. Yeah. Yeah. And one other point, I know we had talked about, you know, making the box look all pretty and, you know, what's the cost in that. So to make it easy for yourself, maybe do it once, you know, calculate how much you're actually spending in the packaging. And then maybe for the rest of the packages that you send out, add a dollar, add $2 or like budget yourself. So mm-hmm. when I talked about maybe it's $5, maybe it's $10, make a budget, make sure it's added to your shipping cost because, or else how are you going to pay for it? Like, I mean, we already undersell sell ourselves, you know, yes. we already sell our art for cheaper than it should really be yep. to roll that into that price too. Like to roll in the cost of packaging into that price too, I think is it makes, it's a disservice to your art and to your value as an artist. Yeah. So tack it on to the shipping, like yep. it's called shipping and handling for a reason. Yes. Yeah, no one needs to know the shipping that boxes part. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like nobody needs to know the exact cost when you're quoting them. Round it off. (laughs) Yes, they're not going to look it up. They're not going to look it up. They don't know you know what the weight of the boxes, the size of the boxes, whatever cost you tell them. Honestly, they will be happy to pay for it. They absolutely will because they're excited to get your gift slash art. So. But do make it realistic. Don't like triple charge it. (laughs) Triple charge it like $50, (laughs) which is why the $10 boxes can be a little bit hard to justify for your customer because most of them would be like, I'm throwing that box out anyways because it's branded, Mm -hmm. but I'm paying $10 for it. So it is kind of like a balancing act. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, you guys, we hope we gave you a lot of great tips. If you have more, please share it because we would love to share it with our community too. Yeah. Happy holidays. Yes. Happy (laughs) holidays. Hey, Mike, how are you doing? Hey, Mike. Hello. Thank you for having me today. (laughs) We always love having you on our podcast. Oh, I appreciate it. It's always nice to touch base with you. Yeah. It's been amazing what you've been able to do for our Awesome Blossom students. Yeah. Thank Um, you so much. Yeah. Mike's been able to create these specials for our students to just click and buy not just crepe paper, but pan pastels as well. So what Quinn and I did was put together a list of materials that the students needed for the Awesome Blossom workshop series. And Mike was able to quickly put together something. I know there was some tech stuff that he had to test out, but he was so, so generous with his time trying to put these bundles together so that the students just click and buy and then they have all the materials. So thank you so much for that, Mike. so much easier. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was... uh some technical hurdles there because I had to create these bundles, which isn't 
something I normally have, but learned a little bit there and I was able to create them. And it did seem to make it very easy for your students, participants to be able to just make one click and purchase everything in one shot. And they were in fact discounted as support for your program. Yeah. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for that, that discount too, the promo discount. If you guys didn't know, all of our Awesome Blossom students had a discount code offered by Carfini. And I, hopefully they really took advantage of that. Yeah. <laughs> you have some amazing products. Tell us a little bit about, do you have any new colors coming in or any kind of new products coming in in the next shipment? Well, we're getting, well, I was mentioning earlier that there's, and many people may have heard that there's, there's a huge supply chain issue with shipping right now. We do have a very large replenishment coming in from Italy. Just got word that there was a little bit of delay. There's a gigantic delay in the, the Los Angeles, Long Beach ports. But hopefully we'll have that in, uh, within a couple of weeks here and be fully back in stock on everything, which will be a big relief. Uh, just in time for Christmas, as they say. There, and most of those are all regular colors. There is, uh, I think you probably have heard that their uh, Cartotechnica Rossi, our, our primary supplier, reformulated some of the, the colors or the greens, some of the greens, which I guess had some issues with fading more so than some other of colors in their line. And they were proactive in addressing it and listening to artists like you saying, you know, is there something to be done? So they did that. And in fact, we're getting those greens in on the shipment. So we'll be fully in stock on all those new color, let's say fade resistant greens. Yay. Yay. That is yeah. so exciting to know. Yeah. And I, I'm assuming that they'll continue to look at other colors that might have a similar issue and continue to reformulate. One of the nice things about Cartotechnica Rossi is, you know, the papers are so high quality and they take it very seriously how they process and manufacture their paper. So they don't use, you know, a lot of chemicals that might potentially help keep the colors from fading at times or certainly water resistant. And the reason for that is because obviously those you're using your hands to manipulate these papers. You don't want to have all these chemicals leaching into your hands. So there's obviously yeah. a trade-off there. They rarely hear about any issues from the artists, but there mm-hmm. are occasionally times when they'll say, well, you know, I wish the color was more, a little color fast on this one. At any rate, that's kind of what they're doing. And I'm really happy that they're being proactive in reformulating in order to just continue to make their paper better. Yeah. Yeah. It's so nice to hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we actually spoke with Mr. Rossi ah. a, couple, a couple weeks back. And yeah, we were thrilled to know that they are so, they're, they're so invested in their customers, just like you, Mike. They're so invested in creating good quality, like high quality products. And to really listen to their customers about what we need and what we like and, and then be able to really adjust things I would say quite quickly, considering like the manufacturing process. So hearing that you're going to be carrying those more, what is it, light resistant? I don't even know. I think that's really what they've tried to do is is resistant, I think, is the term that they're trying to use. So whatever, they reformulated the dyes so that they're not as reactive to that that kind of an issue. Yeah. And it would be so cool. Some of our peers do experiments on the greens, you know, <laughs> seeing like, oh, this old one and then this new one. 
Yeah. And with new formula and seeing like yeah. what the difference may I'm anxious to hear about it. So about how those compare with the artists that have been using them for so long and the new. Do you know if you'd be getting any new colors in the 90 gram? I haven't heard any. Although, as we spoke last time, I do, I think just, mm, it's probably been about a month now. We launched, we doubled the line. There were 12 colors of 90, which has been very popular. And now there's 24. So those Yay. are all in stock. Amazing. And, uh, so that's actually been doing very, very well. You can imagine everybody loves new colors. So and there's mm-hmm. a lot of fun ones in there. So that's been a huge success. So they're obviously committed to that 90 gram line, which has been out for a couple of years, I think now. And it's just a great weight. And some people absolutely love it. That's their go-to just as the weight that they prefer for whatever creations they make. Yeah, yeah definitely. I love combining the different weights together to create because sometimes you just need to make a very full bloom. And when you do a heavy crepe, it just doesn't flow very nice. So right. when you're able to combine it with a lighter crepe paper with a heavier one, it just adds a fullness without the heavy weight. So thank you so much yeah. for making it so available to us in the United States. Oh, well, oh, North yeah. America. <laughs> yeah, I uh, obviously, whatever Cartetica Rossi produces, I'm going to carry for the most part, especially within a, a weight category. So mm-hmm. the whole line of 60, 90, and 180 are there. There's one other weight that we don't carry, one, well, two, I think, one, 40 gram, which is so light. Uh, but you never know. That might be come into it if I, we might experiment with that a bit. Mm-hmm. But it's so, mm-hmm. such a lightweight that, I, you know, I'd be interested to see what an artist might do with that. I think my comment on that was, if I was to get a 60 or 40, I'd rather get the six. They're so close. And yet the yeah. 40 is so fine that there's no point of me getting both a 60 and a 40. That's I think, kind of what we determined yeah. quite a while ago. I mean, yeah. 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 I mean, we talked with Cartetica Carassi about when we were initially setting up our lines, you know, what do you think? And that was their determination too. And mm-hmm. there's a place for it. And I think it comes for into the sure. right point for some purveyors. And I believe probably that, that maybe that was, I think that was originally really very useful for schools, let's say. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that has been the determination. And it's so light that I it might be very difficult to manipulate as an artist. Is there anything else you want to share, Mike? Probably nothing right now. I mean, those are the main things happening. As I said, in the coming weeks and months, there'll be some changes. Plus, I'm gonna I've been taking your advice on on the supplies because I really want to increase that. And actually, I've been having a huge problem getting in the stem wire my supplier dried up on that one so i've got to try Mm. to find that i mean i don't know if you're having that issue but i'm seeing that everywhere trying to get online Mm -hmm. you should just go to the downtown los angeles floral district and buy your wires there from oasis yeah well i have to go there can i you can order it yeah and they'll have it shipped to you oasis or floral supply syndicate okay yeah, buy those in take bulk. Mm-hmm. Do they have yeah, them but, packaged? Do they have them packaged in consumer packages, like you know, twelve wires to a package, or is it like bulk? You have some, but that's been the problem. Some. I mean, I could buy these huge hundred and forty-four, but what do yeah. I do with that? I would have to package it. You know, I, I, I like the little prepackaged one. Yeah, and then has yeah. a skew on it and everything. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's I know I I had it. I was finally found a supplier that I could buy, and then all of a sudden they said discontinued. I'm like. Okay, gotta find it. No, I can't comment about that because I don't. I don't buy enough wholesale. 
Well, so, no, but you, do you buy retail? Do you buy that as do you buy it yourself? Do I've got like a stash of maybe you buy it how many? Maybe you buy. Uh, like yeah, I did buy. Before. I did buy some in bulk. And maybe, I did. Maybe I should. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I should carry. You know, for but that's so much. Well, it's a lot of work for you. No, it's so like a box is like. Well, in Canadian, it's like thirty bucks. It's it's nothing, but there's thousands in there. The only thing is like the time for you to like pack them up. Yeah, exactly. Thing is, Mm -hmm. I would would I buy like a big box for someone to buy to purchase as a bit, but I don't think that's worth it. It's just too much. It would be a very small. It's really heavy. It's very really heavy to ship. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think that's a good idea. I'm just saying that. I continue to run into these issues. Fortunately, and I actually need to place an order from my from Duncan. You finally hooked me up there. I appreciate that. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. So that was easy once you figured. I don't know what happened there, but they've been very easy since. So oh, what oh, I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the list of, of adhesives. And I think I'm just going to send you like a screenshot and say, do you recommend, are these, are these all good? Or are there any I'm missing? How's that? Would, would you help me out with that? Okay. Yeah, totally. And also, they're going to be. I'm going to be able to get the spray adhesive that you use to make your yeah. well, so There's there's a lot of people who who want to use it now. I know that's yes. why I'm putting yeah. it off launching this whole thing because I wanted to have both things. I want to have the webbing, and I wanted to have that so they could have both. And then I also yeah. had to put together some kind of a bundling thing, which. Your thing has helped me out with that. So now I'll be able to maybe okay. do all that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now with the experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> a whole nother animal when it comes yeah. to my shop. How to have people go to a page and then create their little bundle. And that's what I'm going to do. And I just didn't want to do it too soon because I don't want it to be piecemeal. I want it to be a big launch. And then people yeah. are like, oh, this is great. I yeah. can create my little kit, my little doublet kit. Yes. So that's what's happening with that. So obviously, when that happens, I'll give you the word and maybe we can yes another podcast or something yeah and i think we would love to share on our facebook group we Mm -hmm. honestly i think like every week we get like questions about how to use like how to create it yeah you know what what are you talking about fusible webbing or what are you talking about like lamination what is yeah lamination (laughs) it's like the natural i know it's all these terms so that's why i wanted the video so much to show people exactly how it was done yeah which you did a great job and then have it link directly to you know yeah um, where they can go through all yeah. the colors pick the colors and the webbing yeah. or the uh, spray yeah and it creates a kit and i send it out yeah Perfect. i think it's gonna be great yeah. yeah well we're excited for you like once you set that up like send over whatever no, the link, no, it's I gonna guess. Be a big, and now like i said i'm i'm kind of mad at myself for taking so long but i really i've been struggling with the supplies mm. and also just the uh, trying to get it how to set up the the store to mm-hmm. make it easy for people to pick and choose what they want. I mean, the exciting yeah. thing, you know, it's like, okay, I need a webbing, a couple pieces of this, and then I get to pick my colors I want for my double yeah. app. Mm-hmm. That's the exciting part. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. going to be really cool. Can't wait. Cause yeah, when you're ready to launch, let us know. We'll share yeah. on our blogs and on Good. our Facebook group and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's going right. to be really awesome. Awesome. Mike, thank you so much for updating our followers what's going on with Cart Finney. Before we head off, can you tell us what's your favorite app that you love to use right now? Well, I think I, well, the one I use the most and I think uh, that I really like and I think is well done is actually my Shopify app, which is the platform I use for my business uh, for the shopping cart. I think it's just such a well done 
well, it, it's a well done platform, but the app is really well done as well. So I, I certainly am on that the most and I really like how it works. Oh, kind of boring, really- but there you have it. No, no. I, know. I, think, I mean, you're running commerce site. Like you need something that is reliable that you can access and actually like see what's going on and yeah, keep track easy of things. To use. Yeah, all the time. So you're talking about the one on your phone? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm on that. Yeah, I, I, it, it updates me, it alerts me. And it's actually, I think they're just introducing uh, some kind of program where you can chat with your customers. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, the first reaction is, oh boy, would I just be inundated all day long? But I try to keep a pretty personal touch with my business. And I certainly think it might be worth trying where if people have a question, they're not necessarily waiting for an email. They can just text and all of a sudden I can respond right there. So we're going to see what happens there, but I think that would be integrated into the app certainly and another useful piece to interact with my customers and visitors. Cool. Wonderful. Yeah. I love that you're always improving your customer service and just your store experience with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, I'm always trying to make it better. I'm going to try to, in the coming months, improve some of the ways that you can shop so that it's easier. As the line has grown in, in over the years to where I don't want people to be frustrated with trying to find the color they want. So I want to add some features like maybe shop by color. I think that's a great mm. way to do that where you can tag. I just want greens and it shows you all the greens in one page mm-hmm. instead that's of trying to find. And they're side by side. And we're also in the process of rephotographing all the all the uh, the paper because I think some of the images over the years have not been as true as they are. You'll never be exact because everyone's screen resolution is different and those kinds of issues. But I certainly think we can get closer to that mm-hmm. and uh, so that it's easier for people to understand what the colors are and maybe have some kind of reference point. Yeah. So those are a few things coming up. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, you absolutely are always trying to improve your customer experience. Mm-hmm. That's that's why we love working with you, Mike. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm blushing. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Paper Talk. Today's episode is sponsored by our patrons, Eileen Lim, Maria Van White, Renee McDowell, Jennifer Desplantes, Robin, Bonnie Slipper, Laura Wheelie, Martha Tokas, Nina, Linda Drysdale, Lucinda, and Tina Proctor. We appreciate your donation, and we're excited to keep creating content for our paper flower community. If you're interested in supporting us, head on over to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com backslash paper talk and sign up as a patron. We would love to see you there.